WFNULP 94.1 FM St. Paul Home of Frogtown Community Radio WFNU is a volunteer-run station made up of many different community voices. Each program expresses one aspect of that diversity and not the views of WFNU or Frogtown tuned in as a whole. You are tuned into Sundogs present Local Vibes. We are the aforementioned Sundogs, your two favorite canines. Oh, wow. The gruesome twosome, the good boys. Yeah, the bad boys of radio. The bad boys of radio. We taking it back. Follow us at Sundogs TC across most social media. Yeah, we're good dogs, but we're bad boys. We're bad <laughs> boys. Uh, follow the. F- Excuse me. You can check us out on Facebook as well. Sundogs present local vibes. Before us, you were listening to a little bit of the ninety four point one FM WFNULP music rotation. I believe that was a little Motion City soundtrack. Yeah, that was sweet. <laughs> I can't believe that. That was cool. Um, um, at least off of what's the album? Something sit still. All right. That might have not been. N- nonetheless. Anyway. Uh, song. Uh, Friday nights. If you've got. Oh, if nope, you want nope. to get your music in the music rotation, Precisely. Uh, send it to station manager at wfnu.org. So, memory test there. No, no worries. Clean hip hop or R&B music. You can send that to us, sundogstc at gmail.com. Again, right. that's clean, radio edited, hip hop and R&B songs to sundogstc at gmail.com. Friday nights are hot and spicy here on 94.1 FM. That's very true. So uh, our show, every Friday, 6 to 7. Kicking your weekend off. Uh, Get the Gravy Hot uh, with Gall Dagburn is going to be Fridays at 9 p.m. And then Fridays at 10, Basic Beats with DJ Down Terrace. Fridays at 11, Club 120 Plus with Sid DeLuca, The Replay. Other great shows to catch, we got The Midday Escape with Philip Gracia, live Fridays at noon. The Morning Program with Dr. Rick Burnett, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 7 a.m. Extra Dimension with Ian Arbuck, Sundays and Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Hits in history of the 1960s, 70s, and 80s with Dr. Rick Burnett live, 8 a.m. Mondays. Replays Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at uh, midnight. Uh, 651 Sports Update with Mike Resendez. Another great show when there's live sports going on. That's uh, Saturdays. Uh, Evolution with Mr. Zero and Dr. Rick Burnett. Wednesdays at noon and Fridays at 8 a.m. And then Funk To Your Ears is uh, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 7 p.m. Oh, and we're hacking back into ya. Don't forget <laughs> to tune in to Talon Frazier Motivational Talks, and that's live every Thursday at 3 p.m. There's plenty of other uh, phenomenal programs not on WFNU that highlight the great talent here in the Twin Cities, including Soda Sound Radio, hosted by the B&E crew, including Half Pint and Nacho Suave. I believe they broadcast Thursdays at 6, but you can look up the archives uh, on Soda Sound Radio on Facebook, S-O-T-A. Another one I've been seeing on Facebook is uh, Chopping It Up With Pops. Mm. 
He's uh, got his stuff on Facebook, and I think he does it live on Facebook, but he might just upload the video. You should check out the Minneapolis podcast hosted by the Heartbreak Kid, Logan Michaels. You can find that on YouTube. Used to be a showcase. Where was that? that? Uh, Fartwolf. Fartwolf. Um, now it's a podcast, and who knows, maybe it'll be a showcase. Yeah, again. once everybody's all not sick. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, the DJ Buster Baxter show on Mixcloud. That's the homies from St. Paul. And Sundogs present local vibes. Yeah, your favorite. Every Friday. Another great show. From 6 to 7. Today. Local Arts Spotlight. Destiny oh, Roberts. Good to have the you. One, the only. Thank you for your patience. And of thanks for course. coming through. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're pumped. It's uh, an honor. <laughs> Truly. Thank you so much. <laughs> Follow Destiny Roberts on Instagram at Desi Raw. Then on Twitter, Desi Raw underscore. That's two W's to clarify. D double Z Y R A double W. And then Wait. Facebook, yeah. Destiny Roberts and DestinyRoberts.com. Yeah, DestinyRoberts.com. That's sleek. It's got links to all the other ones as well yeah. as uh, all the cool clothing stuff. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had Ice God the MacGyver in the studio. Make sure to check out that episode on YouTube and anchor.fm slash local vibes. Uh, listening live, right? That's where we're at right now. Uh, and next week, we've got Solana in. That's oh, a minor detail because we're keeping it on Destiny mm -hmm. Roberts, but just tune in next, next week. How can they listen live? So, you're obviously listening to the show right now, but tell your <laughs> friends to listen live from 6 to 7 on Fridays uh, for a multitude of reasons. Mm -hmm. um, be the first one to hear it. You can go to wfnu.org slash live to listen live. Yep. You can download the Live 365 app, search for WFNU, maybe make it your favorite station on there. Yeah, bookmark it. And then, of course, 94.1 FM. If you're living in the dial. town community. Exactly. Um, six to seven Fridays, live shows. That's when you want to call in. 651-313-5125. That's the studio phone. 651-313-5125. You can ask the artist a question. You can uh, request a song. That's more for days when we don't have a guest. But... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you right on the radio. Well, yeah, if you don't swear, we'll put you on the air. And we'll literally, we'll do your horoscope, we'll uh, help you with uh, your marriage proposal. Uh, I was thinking of a really good one that we could do this week. Uh, Everest come trip. Come back to me. Come back. Yeah, it'll come back to him. <laughs> uh, if you could scroll down just a little bit, I'm sorry. Boo. Um, if you don't swear, we'll put you on the air again. Exactly. Follow Destiny Roberts on Instagram at D-E-Z-Z-Y-R-A-W-W, Desi Raw. And Twitter at Desi Roth. Same spelling, but you had an underscore at the end. Facebook Destiny Roberts. DestinyRoberts.com. Sundogs TC is where you can follow the gruesome twosome. Your two favorite canines. So good, boys. <laughs> Again, the studio phone 651-313-5125. Send us information about upcoming events. SundogsTC at gmail.com. Urban Lights Open Mic every first Thursday of the oh, month. Oh, yeah, you guys just missed that. Um, I was hoping to hear who yesterday? won the... Uh, yep, that was yesterday. Yeah, we should have checked in with our correspondent, a.k.a. Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I was talking about the... Uh, the oh, rap the money one. Yeah, where was that at? That was at Park Wolf. Uh, Cam Jones was on the uh, turntables, oh, and I think DJ D-Mail <laughs> was judging the uh, Perform Your Best Song contest at the beginning. I was dying to go to that.
Most, I mean, partly because they have AC, and uh, the open mic does not have AC. I, I mean, it's about to be mid. But that's the only th bad thing I gotta say about <laughs> the Urban Lights uh, open mic. It's uh, it's definitely a hub of creativity down there. So check that. Yeah, out. shout out to Tim for kind of curating not only the space but the. It's like a museum in there. It's very cool. Yes. That inspired us to start getting uh, memorabilia and getting stuff signed and. Just because it's so interesting uh, watching artists like you uh, just take off, and it's uh, cool to catch you on the way up. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, let's get right into it, though. I am in. We, uh, we like to start off with kind of the origin story. You know, did you, were you introduced to music at a young age? Uh, Give us the timeline. All that good stuff. Don't forget... Um, oh, yes. Uh, if you went under any other artist like aliases, yeah. the, the name progression okay. is one of our favorite parts. Okay, cool. Um, flashback. So flashback, yep. <laughs> all right, let me let me set it all up. Um, so I pretty much, I'm the youngest of five kids, and growing up, everyone had a very interesting music taste, so I got a taste of everything from neo-soul to gospel to jazz to... I don't know anything that just was real music. I got I got to listen to that growing up. Some of my favorite artists were like uh, Erica Badu, Common, uh, Andre Three Thousand. Um, artists like that really kind of inspired me, and I actually started making music at the age of ten years old. Whoa. So the origin of that story, um, I was a part of an after school program. It was called Arts Us, right where Dunning Rec Center is. And um, St. Paul, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, so they would bring in guest artists. In one week, they brought in a producer slash recording artist. And so um, that week, he said, "All right, we're gonna I'm gonna teach you guys how to make your own beats. And we're gonna we're gonna write your own song, and we're gonna go to a real studio and record it." Whoa. So I was like, "Whoa, this is cool!" Because my older brother, the next youngest after me, he actually did all that. And I was always interested. So the fact that someone was like going to show me how to do it, yeah. I was like, this is really cool. And it ended up being the same program that my brother used. And so I learned how to produce on FL Studio starting Whoa. at the age of 10. Oh, my god! And, like, I perfected the program literally in months. <laughs> I, I started it. sampling when I was, like, 11. Like, I was really young and inspired. And, and I actually wrote and recorded my first song when I was 10 in, in the real studio. Oh and god. let's just say that... That was it for me. Like, that was it when I just, that spoke to my heart. Like, I, I was like, this is what I want to do. And so, fast forward to being 12, I was already producing for two years, and I was, the first thing I sampled were African drums I heard, and I just was like, oh, I gotta do something with that. So I, I made this crazy beat with it, and I just kept producing. I produced every single day. Like, that was my thing. Like, kids like to, I don't even remember what kids did. I was making music at home and doing art. I was in art, too. So, I remember back when everyone had house phones, we get a call, and this lady was looking for my dad, and he wasn't home. So, she, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I should ask for, for her to leave a message, because that's what I was taught to do. So, I was like, hey, yeah, he's not home, but you can leave a message. And I really wasn't listening to her, because I was actually making a beat in the background. <laughs> so, she said whatever she said, and then I, I try to remember keywords, but I actually didn't remember. And then I was like, okay, I'll let him know. And I was about to hang up the phone, and she was like wait, uh, where is this music from? Like, this is something I've been looking for, like, just to play, like, in life. Just from hearing it in the background? Just from hearing it in the background. Oh and so I was like, 
I'm actually making this right now. Like, literally, so I hit the space bar, the song pause, and I pressed play. I was like, see, like, and I just started clicking different things. She was like, wow, like, you're really amazing. You should just, this is, you should keep it up. And so, like, that was the day, like, I knew music was, like, my purpose. Because I was, like, some random person. Yeah, called. to have an <laughs> encouragement outside of the family. Right. To like, know that it's not cushioned exactly. with unconditional love. Yep, yeah. exactly. So then after That's that, huge. yeah, my brother took me under his wing. And, like, he taught me. That's how I, like, it expedited the process. And I just knew how to do so much on FL Studio. And, like, I did it every day. And... I remember my friend, my brother had a friend um, who actually started an independent uh, record label, and I think it was in Chicago, and at 13, I was producing for his independent record label. Man. And um, so producing was, like, definitely, like, my first love of music, Mm -hmm. and I did start writing when I was 10 as well. It's actually kind of funny. Most of my songs were, like, love songs. Uh (laughs) I, I never, like, had a boyfriend or anything at 10, but my inspiration also outside of, like, Andre and the Erica Badu's was my brother Benny. Like mm-hmm. he rapped, he made his own beats, he recorded himself. What's his artist name? Um, he goes by B, as in boy, B Roberts now, and he actually focuses his music on. He makes like kid, like cool, like nursery rhyme, uh, hip hop nursery rhymes Whoa, for kids. Okay, that's yeah. Awesome. So he he has like music out with like literally for kids he has a six-year-old daughter now and um so like his focus really changed so but growing up he always wrote music about love and like positive things in life and just it never was like what i heard so that was what inspired like my messaging when i when it came to me writing music and love was a big thing so i just always imagine what love would be like and then i would just write about it that's so cool <laughs> Abstract concept at that point. <laughs> yeah, we were just no joining us. I'm sorry to interrupt. We're sitting down with Destiny Robinson. We got to take a break. Oh yeah, minutes. Uh, fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call six five one three one three five one two five. We're going to be continuing down the Destiny Roberts timeline when we come back. Stick yeah. with us. Some dogs present local vibes. Sundogs present local vibes. We're sitting down with Destiny Roberts. Yeah, I wish we had the little soundboard. Right. Ice God was pushing that pretty hard. He's like, you gotta, you gotta have a soundboard. You gotta do drops all the time. He was doing them during his interview, anticipating us. Yep. Taking the, the cue, exactly. <laughs> which we, we could still do, totally. Just have an ice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just joining us, again, we're sitting down with Destiny Roberts. You can follow her Instagram at Desi Raw. That's two Zs and two Ws. Twitter at Desi Raw underscore. Facebook Destiny Roberts. And then make sure to check out visit DestinyRoberts.com for mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Destiny Roberts. <laughs> cool. We were talking. So yeah. we're. we're at age 13 right now yep. in your musical journey. Which started at age 11? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then Sitting for people in, yep. who couldn't hear, off off air we talked about it's been Destiny Roberts as the name for the production, the lyrics, everything yeah. since the beginning. Literally. It's never Which is changed. Really cool. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, didn't want you guys to And you were that. saying you started writing songs about love. Oh yeah, love, love songs were just, I mean, they Love is just such a beautiful thing, and then I just was a witness to true love. My parents um, just celebrated their 41st wedding anniversary. Wow, this year. Oh my gosh! That's and so, so cool. like I'm surrounded, like you know, my um, my sister's married. Just I've always witnessed love and and what that is, and um, 
yeah, it's just been a beautiful thing. So, like, I think I was about 14 when I dropped my first EP. And it was actually a collab EP with my brother, Benny, that I've been working on music with this whole time. And our name, we went by the Love Robots. And so, um, a lot of most of it was self-produced music that we did, or he did, I did. We we would take turns and just, or we would collab and make music. And the songwriting, I'll write my verse, he'd write his verse, and we'll come up with the hook together, or he'll come up with the idea of the hook, and then I'll sing it or whatever. So like, and and we use a lot of like auto tune, and it was really different sounding, you know. I was gonna say, is that. Oh, you can give us the answer off air um, if you wish. Is that somewhere where fans could find it? They can, but I have to dig deep and see because it wasn't dropped on a normal site. This was, yeah, this was so long ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, but it's something that we actually want to bring back and do a kind of re like reintroduction of it. Um, and I'm like actually looking forward to that because he's like That'd my cool. my day yeah. one music buddy, you know. So to get back into it with him would be so cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I dropped my first EP. I was 14. Um, and by then I was, I just got into Central High School and, um, I've already been doing music this whole time. And funny enough, I was trying to get into all the music classes, like with Red there and they were always full. I never could get into mm. anything music, but little did they know I was making music this exactly. entire time doing my own thing. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm like, perfect for that. exactly. So, but boom, I'm like, you know what? I'll just go home and do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't exactly. do it at school. So, and I don't. I think that's why most people didn't really know I did music too, because like most we're people that did class. music were in a class, yeah. you know. And I was kind of low key, but at the same time, I was like an athlete. So I was playing basketball. I was doing sports. Okay. Um, I grew up playing sports. I've been doing traveling basketball since I was six years old, and like I had a career with that as well. And I did volleyball, softball, I did track, all that. But um, music was was really my love and like what I wanted to do. So I dropped the first project at fourteen. The collab one. The collab one with my brother, yep, Love Robots. And I can't remember how many tracks it was, but it was definitely a solid, solid amount of tracks. And um, moving forward, music was just the thing I did, what my my natural go-to. I'll go home, make beats. And then by 16, everything I've worked on, um, my, my computer at the time crashed. Oh. So I lost everything for from this last six years of my life. I had like my first songs on there. That's I had so everything. Painful, man. <laughs> I, we can relate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we can relate. <laughs> many artists yeah. can relate to losing a laptop. Exactly. So y'all know that that's just like one of the most heartbreaking things. To the point where I actually I stopped producing for two years. Mm. Like I didn't. Yeah, that, I just it hurts. It hurt. Like I just couldn't do it anymore, and I just was like whatever. So I kind of dropped the producing thing. Then I just started more so rapping and songwriting and singing and stuff like that. And so, um, finally, I tried to pick my passion up with producing, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't the same. Nah, just, after that trauma. Exactly. It was very traumatic. <laughs> very traumatic experience. So, and that was at 14, you said? At, six, produ- 16. at 16, yep. So, 16 to 18, I damn near stopped producing. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was sad. But I was still uh, rapping, songwriting, and I was just working with other producers and things like that. Um, and then I went to college. Instead of studying, I was definitely making music. Like, I, music was just always on my mind. And I kind of picked up the habit of producing again because I got introduced to, like, I went from FL to GarageBand to Logic. So then I started kind of playing on the MIDI and different things. So that brought out a different feel for music for me because FL, I'm clicking everything. and Same You know, <laughs> so then now I'm, now I'm starting to actually play. And, like, I was, I was professionally trained. I played the trumpet for, like, three years in a band. 
And I used to know how to read music. Like, mm-hmm. we put any sheet in front of me, I could read it. And I, I also play the trumpet, or I also play the um, piano, and I play the guitar. Uh, I, I had oh. lessons at the MLK Center back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So from all that experience, you can put any sheet in front of me. I could read music. I could play whatever. And then, like, I stopped doing that, and then I just I lost the whole rhythm and everything of, like, I, I you could put a sheet in front of me. I couldn't tell you not on that page anymore. Mm. So it's it's in there, but it's really deep, and it's something yeah. I have to pull out. So fast forward again to um, college now. Um, I just really have an interest in music again. And so instead of studying, I mean, I studied a little bit, mm-hmm. but I was making music. I was recording. I have uh, so many of my friends from college always saying, like, I remember you made that song in the in the dorm room, you know, nice. different things like that. So, um, and then I <laughs> actually I was going to the University of Wisconsin Stout. I left because I was a, a victim of a racial hate crime out there, mm. and um, so I moved back here. My family was like, "Hell no, you gotta move! Oh, mm-hmm. You gotta move back out here." I'm sorry, no you gotta move here. Like they literally picked me up. Like you're coming home. Like yeah. nah. So that just changed my life. Like completely abruptly my whole college career my third I was in my third semester like my sophomore year like and just just like that my life changed and so I get home but I'm like I don't want to if I'm back home I don't want to like move back home you know I just got used to this dorm life and like so like I was able to get a really small check from the remainder of the year that I put up and then started working and then I was working at Dunn Brothers for a while (laughs) when I came back end up saving up got my own apartment then I started working on an album, my first album. And so I dropped that when I came back from college. And that's called As Is, and that's only available on Bandcamp. So that's my first project I ever put out. And um, honestly, still one of my best work. <laughs> like, that's some OG classic music. As Is is, is so slept on. Like, I, not many people know about it because at that time... I wasn't, like, on the scene. I was in the background, but I wasn't, like, on the scene, so nobody really knew me from that. People kind of started catching on around, like, Just a Reminder, then Moo Melon and Mommy in that era, but I was making... I've had so many projects before that, and As Is was the first one. That's only available on Bandcamp. So after that... Yep. That includes high quality <laughs> download and MP3 yeah. and FLAC and more. Exactly. I actually made that cover on my phone. What? Yeah, like back then too. I, I designed uh, that. My friend Nancy took the picture and I took the picture and then designed it on my on my phone on this app. I think it's called Pixel Art. Nice. But yep, so that's like still to this day one of my favorite projects out. Then I went, I transferred from Bandcamp to SoundCloud and mm-hmm. I started dropping my SoundCloud music. Um, I dropped my first song on there. It was an all acapella song called Beauty, where I sung the beat and like oh, then I sung over the beat, sweet. and like so it started and there. Starting up at that point, where you still on FL? Were you on Logic? Were you on? Um, FL? at that point, I was flirting around with all of it, okay. <laughs> literally. But actually, I actually only produced the intro on that album, on As Is. That's the only thing I produced. Everything else is from either my friends or. YouTube beats at the time when I before I got you know before I stopped doing YouTube beats Mm -hmm. I definitely was doing YouTube beats so um, exactly yep it's like you find what you really want you're like whoa like find what what speaks to you yep exactly I mean um, sorry to interrupt oh no you're good um so predominantly YouTube beats somewhere from friends yep like um uh what's it called Coffee Black was produced by my friend um. And it's actually and I can't elephant no those I think it's no he's like a he's actually like a DJ slash producer now, 
Um, I gotta find his name so I could so I can. Yeah, no worries. We can find it during the break. Yeah, okay. And we'll throw it in the uh, deets of the video. Yep. Yeah. Put it up. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, the <laughs> only thing I actually produced. Oh, I produced dibs on you, and I produced the intro. Nice. Um. So yeah, those are the only two I produced on there, and then then I transferred over to SoundCloud. I started mm-hmm. dropping singles. Yeah. Then I dropped, started dropping EPs. My first EP I dropped, I think, was called Good Vibes. That's when I actually finally moved out my apartment. My first apartment I had when I came back from college, I actually had a house at the same time with some college friends. So I was living kind of in two places. Mm-hmm. I kind of was doing the most. Yeah. But um, it was kind of cool to have two different spaces to create in. So yeah. Good Vibes actually recorded at the house that I was living in at the time. And um, that was just about, like, I just want something that feels good. So I just made a five-song or a six-song project called Good Vibes. And everything just feels good. And those were all YouTube beats. And then I kept dropping stuff. And then I ended up coming up with Moon Mountain Mommy. Mm-hmm. And that was originally just dropped on SoundCloud and it only had eight songs. And then around that time is when I met my former manager who realized the potential of it and was like, we could do so much more with this movement and the mommy thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. So I actually took it down from SoundCloud, worked on it a little bit more, and um, ended up being 13 tracks. I produced eight out of the 13 tracks nice. on there. So I produced a lot of the uh, movement and the mommy project. And then once we just put it out on all platforms, and that was like my first official album that was out on everything. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And, um... And so I actually had a EP before that I dropped called 27 Days that's supposed to warm up because it takes 27 days to orbit around Earth or something, or the moon or something. Yeah, the moon cycle. Yeah, the moon cycle, yep. So I was like, okay, I got to make, I got to warm the people up to this moon, moon. and mommy stuff. So I did 27 Days and just prepped that. actually sampled a song off Moon Mountain and Mommy and made a beat on 27 Days. Well, uh, um, so uh, kind of get you. Yeah. I'm, like, very, like, That's so cool. intertwined. Yeah, but don't, I like it. Most 90% of people don't notice, like, the things I do and how I set things up. But um, very intentional, though. And then Moon Mountain and Mommy, then 2019 was... I mean, I did music after that, but 2019 was, like, the Reggie Bib tape series. Yeah. And I dropped seven different EPs, like, six weeks after the next. Uh, it was nonstop. It was, it was nonstop. Very impressive. So <laughs> very impressive. Thank you. Yeah, and I just, like, I made that commitment. I just was like, all right. Because most people knew me off of um, Moon Mountain and Mommy. Before that, if they knew me before that, was it because of, uh, what was it called? Oh, I'm blanking on it. I dropped something right before that on SoundCloud. Um, oh, just a reminder. Just a reminder was where most people like, oh, I know you from that. But Moon Mountain and Mommy and Just a Reminder aren't like who I am completely in music. They're just like little tastes of what I can offer. So with Reggie Bibb, I try to like show the world more of like what kind of musician I am. I try to show them how, how like universal I can be and um, how creative I can be and the only thing I, I think it was the orange tape that was the only tape that I had wrote before. I knew I was doing a Reggie Bit tape series, but it literally fit perfect in it. Whoa. And it had the perfect amount of songs that I was going for, too. Other than that, everything else I literally wrote that year and recorded that year. So it was a grind of like, I finished the red tape. Okay, well, I had the orange tape done. So then I started working on the yellow tape and that. And that was then I started working on the green tape. Not like yet. it was all like that same year. 
And so I was really trying to prove myself as a musician that year. Because I was like, dang, they only, they only know me off the moon stuff. And then just a reminder <laughs> stuff. And it's all good. That's all cool and good, yeah. too. But it's just such a niche with that. And I just wanted to showcase just my talent and, like, what I can really do. Yeah, your and versatility like, as yeah, an artist. Exactly. So I feel like, and Roger Bibb, the, everything, she can do anything out of the rainbow. So just Welcome really showcasing that, yeah. yeah. So that was, like, my plan with that. And, um, and since then, like, I had some really good momentum going in 2019. After that, like, I had a lot of cool things set up in, like, L.A. that, honestly, everything abruptly stopped because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Everything. And that's for everybody. I know that happened mm-hmm. to everyone. But 2019 going into 2020 was, like, a dream come true. Like, I I had an interview with um, someone with L.A. Leakers, like, out in L.A., and they were, like, a huge fan of my music. They were like, we got to fly you back out here. We're gonna, I'm going to sit you in a room with A&Rs and producers and all this stuff that I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, finally. Yeah. And then COVID happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, now, fast forward now, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I am, I don't know what to do necessarily. Another fire album. Right, another fire album. Because it's been three years yeah. since I dropped Mumel and Mommy. Exactly. And I honestly, I have been working on so much music. And I actually have mm. so much, like literally so much music. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do right now? Because I'm like, my goal is to, is, I have been working on the album. I, I scratched it two times now. Mm-hmm. Um, But they're really good songs still. I can do something with them. Yeah. But it's just like, nah, this, this ain't quite it yet. I actually had a literally a whole album twice that I completely scrapped, and so now I'm I'm back to square one yeah. with the album again and um figuring out that. But in the meantime, I'll figure out the album. I do plan on dropping more EPs. I'm trying to collaborate nice. ten different producers from the city and do a three song EP with each one. Oh no way! <laughs> we uh we uh have a have a similar game plan. Really? Yeah, oh, that's dope. Two songs. That's super cool. Yeah. Maybe a little feature, bro. Right. Yeah. We'll talk business after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. That's fun, though. That's cool. And I really respect, you know, if it doesn't feel right or if it didn't age well over the le- over the last six months, yeah. then scrap it. Mm-hmm. It seems like you've set a pretty high standard for yourself. I so, with, like, coming out with super creative, like, oh album God. packages, yeah. like the Roy G. Biv rollout. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Like planning the Moon Melanin, uh, twenty eight or twenty seven day lead up. Like, yeah, yeah, it's epic. So <laughs> y- you, I can tell you enjoy the, uh, like the planning of an album. Yeah, and yep. just, I'm sure that comes from just loving music so much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's just it's once you're in that pocket and you really know when something is it. Like you really know, you feel it. Like from the bottom of your heart, you're like, this is it. Like. Now I actually have one song for sure that's going to be the intro to the album. Oh, like, cool. for sure. Like, I'm not, that's, I'm heart set on it. Nice. So, like, I got the intro now. Now I got to figure out. Because what I was trying to do is do an album that kind of closes the Reggie Biv. I was thinking about calling it, like, some, like, pot of gold. Like, something at the end of the rainbow kind of thing. Mm. So, like, that's what I've been working towards for, for the past, you know, a couple of years now. So like the ultraviolet jackpot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, something Not like bad. that. So, but it Not just bad. it got a hit as hard, really harder than all the tapes did, and that's kind of a challenge because I really like went in on those tapes, and so like really trying to top myself sometimes. Be like, sometimes you just gotta live life and get more experiences and just 
mm-hmm. let life happen yeah. before you just keep going, you know, because you can get stuck in something and then just be, if you keep doing the same thing or around the same thing, then like, what new things do you have to talk about? So that's yeah, why exactly. I've kind of just been waiting on time and waiting on yeah, experiences. Been a been a bunk year for that. Just yeah, no, no experiences. <laughs> Literally, I yep. mean, sitting inside. Sitting like, inside. Who wants to hear a song about that when they're sitting inside? <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm like, you know, just letting life happen and yeah. just really trying to figure out what, because music is just so much more than just making it. It's like. You're, you're sending messages out to the world. You're like... You're talking to spirits. You're talking to spirits. Yeah, like, yeah. it's very spiritual. A very spiritual experience. So, like, I be trying to be mindful of that as well. Like, okay. Like, and that's why I made, like, Just a Reminder is, like, literally made just to remind, really, like, black people, like, they're worthy. You're beautiful the way you are. Like, those kind of messages, you know? And then it's like... I have these very in- intentional messages in my music, but, like, this album just... It has to come from my soul. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to come from my soul. Are you thinking of producing a lot of it, or have you been having luck with uh, producers? I, okay, kind of both. So, I've, I put myself on a challenge starting a week ago. Today is day seven of it, where, like, um, no matter how I feel, no matter where I'm at in my head or whatever my day is, I have to produce one beat. Oh, nice. So, I've been, I've been doing that on Logic. I'm on day six. Or yesterday was day six, so that would be day seven. Mm-hmm. And like literally last night, it was eleven forty-five. I was like, I gotta, I, I got gotta to. do it. So I got myself out of bed, and literally went on my computer and I made a beat last night. And I'm sticking to it. Like that's my promise. Like you have to do this every day. Like I don't know till when, but I'm just gonna go crazy with that. Nice. But um, I also I actually plan on doing more live stuff. Nice. So um, I have my friend. Or you're gonna be playing it. No, uh, like well. Maybe a little both. Maybe a little both. Yeah. But my friend Jalen Spencer, he's my he's man, that man on the bass. Woo! Me and him collab back together and we're talking about doing like a bunch of cool stuff together. But I really want this album to be like a lot more live and just it's gonna hit the soul. Like <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, don't let the genre of hip hop or R and B contaminate. I don't exactly. you already yeah. your most recent releases. Yeah. It's not but, yep. you know, you're not t- sticking to those constraints. So yeah, and that's so real. Don't be afraid to do a hard exactly. right turn. You know? Right, yeah, I'm like, I want to experiment. Music, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I told him I want to do, like, punk rock. I want to do punk yeah. rap. I want to do, like, just different stuff. Neo soul. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to just channel my inner, like, just best musician I can be. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have to realize as a writer you can transfer that. To anything, you know, we don't have to be stuck in a genre. Yeah. We can do anything we want to do. If you can write, you can write about anything. You can write it in a style that works for whatever style you want to do it in. And like, yeah. So I really, with this album, can't be like anything I put out yet. Nice. <laughs> I really appreciate that as a fellow music lover, where it's like your favorite artists, like no two albums are gonna be the same vibe. Nope. Which is beautiful. Literally. If you're just sitting down, or just uh, tuning in, or if you just joined us, we're sitting down with Destiny Rabbits, getting a really intimate look, not only behind your origin, but behind some of the reasons why you make music, mm-hmm. and that calling that hooked you, what, at 10 years old, 11 yeah. years old? <laughs> yep. And is still carrying you strong. Yeah. Make sure to follow her at Desi Raw on Instagram, uh, double Z, double W, <laughs> and Desi Raw underscore on Twitter. DestinyRoberts.com, Destiny Roberts on Facebook. Follow us at SomedogsTC. 
Give us a call here on the studio line, 651-313-5125. If you don't swear, we'll put you on the air. Yeah, while we're in a little lull, I wanted to talk about uh, Juice Lord has got a live band show yep. on uh, the 24th. Uh, you were on this most recent project, yep. I believe. Title yep. track, Spread Love, last track on the album. Spread Love. And, uh, yeah, that's a great feature. Uh, you've Thank got a you. feature on his previous project, 5 for 5. Yup. Awesome <laughs> that's song. my boy, man. That's yeah, my guy. That's what he was saying. We just uh, ran him the other day to get yeah. that uh, CD signed. Yep. And he was like, oh, man. And he was, he was trying to come in and do some promo for his show. But <laughs> I, used, I used my phone for the camera. Right. So, like, I couldn't let somebody in during the show. So it was right. like, ah, what do I do? Ah. And then, you can call the studio phone. <laughs> you can right. call the studio Or we phone. could call him... On the studio phone? Or maybe vice versa and have him do a little over the, hey, this is Juice Lord, yeah. come to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, forget, I forgot my other thing. But your features with Juice Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, any oh. upcoming collaborations with him or other artists you can reveal? Your manager's saying, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I, um... I definitely, I'm dropping an EP that I plan on having uh, Reefa Ray on later in the fall. Um, just got to get his verse back. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, sometimes collabing can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so. One, I'm, for me, personally, I don't have a lot of collabs. And I'm, like, really picky with who's on my... I actually had a collab, <laughs> a collab recently that something happened between us and I felt really disrespected so I just took our song down off all platforms <laughs> like I'm like I'm play like yeah. nah <laughs> I'm cool but um, I, th- I think there's a level of just like respect I have for myself I just I don't know and I feel like most people who respect themselves wouldn't play about themselves either you know but um, I'm very funny with features I'm very I'm open but it's just got to be a, a certain feel and what's the goal for it? Like, and there's some people that send me stuff that I just wouldn't be on. Like, yeah. do you hear my content? I literally would never be on something like this. Like, they just want you on it just because it's you, but it's just like, it just has to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It just has to make sense. Yeah, you know? to speak and to you and then exactly. what's like the message of the motif or yep. motif. Exactly. Thing. And we got to be going in the same direction. Exactly. You know, and you got, um, you it, just, it just has to all make sense mm-hmm. all around. Yeah. I definitely um, plan on having Juice Lord on some stuff. Um, who else? I had a, I tried to get a feature on this EP I'm about to drop that he couldn't come through, which is cool. Um, but I got, actually had an older track that um, I totally forgot about that 50 EP with the producer I'm doing. And that's featuring one of my favorite rappers out of here. His name is Nsika. And he's amazing. Um, he's like, He's like he doesn't like I don't know he's like retired how quote, you, quotations. Say, how do you spell that? N. Yep. S I. K A K. Yeah, and he's he lives in uh Cali now, but man, we've been doing music together for years. Um, he's from Minnesota. Yeah, he's from Minnesota. Actually, the music collective I was a part of, he started that collective, and um, we actually have a few tracks together that are out as well. Um, he's, man, that man, he just comes straight from the heart, from the, from the spirit, from the soul. He, and like his inspiration, like is Jay-Z and you can feel it. He's, um, he's like cold. Like you, the last, the last generation is the last album he dropped. 
check that out. It's on all platforms. I'm actually on. I'm on a couple songs on mm, there. Yeah, go. but he's he's like, man, he's he's not rapping and all that. He's retired, whatever, whatever he's doing. He, the can, world needs his music. And I can <laughs> spell it for you if you can pronounce it again. Yep, I got you. N s i k a k. Nsika. 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 Yep. Um, let's real quick. We only got a few more minutes. You brought two tracks, one from the red tape, one from the blue tape. What's one? Did I send you Keep It Cool? You sent us Bounce Back, yep, from and the red tape cool. and Keep It Cool. Oh, yep, Bounce, yep, us from the blue tape. Yep. Um, and we'll probably play it red, red tape, then blue tape? I believe so. Yeah. So Bounce Hot Back. Cool. That's a feature, yeah. Craig, featuring Yevra. Yeah, featuring Yevra. That song made it on the H&M. Uh, a playlist, so it played in every H and M around the world. No way. Shopping. Ooh, yeah, no. the lioness was on tour. And I think she was in Sweden, and she heard the song, and she was like, no "I know way. this," and she recorded it and tagged me, like at H and M in Sweden. Like she heard, it. I was like, well, "This is know? crazy." Uh, could you cue those songs up so we can play them here? And <laughs> cued. Oh, excellent. Which one first? Uh, we're doing the one off the red tape, which is "Bounce Back." Bounce back. Cool. Yeah, uh, I'm on it. We'll start excellent. those in like. 4947. Exactly. All right. Cool, right cool, sorry. Cool. So, heard it globally. <laughs> which yep. is awesome. Which is this first track we're about to listen to. Yep. And then. That's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, we're but running then, out of time in the interview. I, uh, I got so many questions. All right. Blue <laughs> tape song. Uh, bounce back. Keep is it cool. Keep it cool. cool. Keep it cool, yep. That's just literally keep it cool, man. Life's going to come at you hard sometimes. Just gotta keep it cool. Keep your cool. Don't let don't let them take your cool. That's yours to keep. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask about your whole uh, like designing clothes thing. Yeah, oh, we, didn't even, we didn't even touch on that. And I was like, I just dying to ask about that. So did that come from as like merch for your music, or was it like I'm a clothing designer too? <laughs> yeah, we got about two minutes. That 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 definitely came just from uh, kind of both. I I've been. I used to design hats first. I made, like, custom one-on-one hats for a long time. I think I started in college. And even before that, I, I kind of got into DIY stuff with clothes. But then um, I did the red tape stuff. And then people kept asking, like, yo, when where can I get some merch? And I was like, I forgot you could do merch and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I literally I didn't make it so all the tapes were out. I didn't start dropping merch so the tapes were out. But it, it all sold. And then, like, I started doing one-on-one pieces. And then, like, they all sold off the website. And, like, it just... It's just another way to express stuff. Just art. Art is art. You can just transfer it everywhere you go. And and now I just, like, I'm trying to come up with more of, like, one-off designs. And just, I used to have a bunch of different designs on my site, but I kind of narrowed back and was like, first of all, I need to get stuff trademarked before I just drop all my ideals out. Yeah. So I literally took most things off. And, like, and then with Desi Raw, that logo, I that wasn't even supposed to be my logo. I was drawing a face on my iPad. Then... I started playing with my name. Des, I drew Desi Raw. Then I posted it on Instagram. Like, this is my doodle for the day. And it was that logo. I think it was Rich Garvey. He hit me and was like, yo, put that on a t-shirt and I'll buy that. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. So then I just started putting on my shirts and people wow. were actually buying it. And I was like, awesome. this is really cool. <laughs> that is awesome. yeah, and so just an, another vein of expression. Literally. And I say the biggest, the coolest thing that's happened with the merch so far, um, Raphael Sadiq, who is a legend. Um, he was sung on Tony, Tony, Tony back in the day. He actually found me on Instagram, and um, he on his birthday he bought two of my shirts and told me I was dope and fought, like it was wow. so crazy. Like 
Yeah, that so means a, that's good. That had to have meant a lot. It did. It still does. I'm like, where's my else? And then he made a video wearing it and tagged oh. me. Oh. Like, he thought of you to tag you too. He, he tagged that's me awesome. too. That's like, shout out cool. to Rafael Sadiq for real. That's yeah, my guy. Shout out to sharing your art. Right, literally. Yeah, yeah I'm we, so sorry we're running out of time. I know. We got like 15 seconds left. We'll have to have you in again Definitely. soon. Definitely. Part Thank two. So DestinyRoberts.com to find for everything. everything. Destiny everything. Roberts. Follow us at Sundogs TC. Follow her at Desi Raw Double Z Double W. Thank you so much again for uh, coming down and taking of the time. Course. We're about to play these Thanks two tracks and we'll see you guys next week. Sundogs present local vibes.